All right, time now for All Things Gators, All Things Orange and Blue. Dan Hicken and Frank Frangie. What's up, Hick? Hey, doing well, doing well, doing a little bit better than the uh, Gator basketball team who, uh, you know, it only gets, well, at Auburn, at Tennessee coming up. But let's talk about the Kentucky game. Up 11, second half. Give Dan Dockich credit. He was omniscient. Uh, I really feel like he says these free throws are important for Kavarius Hayes. Clang, clang, two threes, timeout, five-point game, and then Kentucky. Uh, again, the one thing, because they play hard, man, Frank, but the one thing that just is their Achilles heel is the offense. And I, I was telling a good friend of mine who's a huge Kentucky fan, I said, I can promise you one thing. During this game, at some point, there'll be a graphic. That pops up on your television that says Florida has now gone blank minutes and blank seconds without a field goal. And it really, the last 10 minutes of the game, they were not good. Yeah, no, I agree with you. And uh, I thought it was cool. I mean, I thought it was impressive that Dockage said that too. Two things, though. A, I knew he was missing both free throws because Hayes (laughs) misses both free throws. (laughs) Secondly, before Dockage said it, you could feel that's when the run was coming. Right. Make him or miss him. Right, right. Now, Dockage sounded like they went on a 21-6 run after those free throws, so he sounded like the smartest guy ever. But I could feel this is where that 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 drought was coming, and was, it was, we have the same conversation every day. Every time we do this, <laughs> yes, the drought comes because nobody can go without a drought if all their points are jump shots. Nobody can. Correct. And Florida, all their points are jump shots. That's a good so, point. So if all your points are jump shots, you're going on a drought. The the great... Keevon Allen had five points when it mattered. He threw it a couple layups right. at the end, but he had five right. five points, and he and Locke were at thirteen, I think, for That's the game. Right. You're not winning a game against anybody Correct. if you score thirteen. But they can't ever throw it inside and throw it back no. out. There's no, th- and that, that's the biggest thing with their team. And by the way, as excited as I was about the eleven point lead. Kentucky was missing wide open looks. Oh yeah, they weren't going to keep missing them. No, at some point Kentucky was going <laughs> to make those point. things. They were starting them. They yeah. were missing. So yeah. So look. Dan, they played about as well as they could play. Yeah. That's about who they are. They're an NIT team. Uh, they're the, I think they're going to lose the next two. Yeah. Um, they got to play LSU twice, who's suddenly good. Uh, they're going to be someone they're not supposed to. Uh, I, I think they need 10 and 8 in the league. They're not getting to that. I, I don't think they're getting to 9 and 9. No. I think they're going to win seven or eight games in the league. Yeah. They'll go to the NIT. And then the referendum season on Mike White, like it or not, because I like him like you do. I, I, I'm very happy with Mike White as mm-hmm. a coach. Mm-hmm. But the referendum season becomes next year. When Scotty Lewis and Trey Mann and Omar well, what Payne is the back. referendum? Well, I think the tournament. Okay, but I also, That's fair. but I think a special season too. I, mm-hmm. I think, I think twenty wins. Uh, uh, you're, if he's if he's a nine seed and gets in the tournament, he's not fired. But but I think people expect in this one and done era, he's got two one and duns on that team now. Mann and Lewis are one and duns. Florida right. doesn't get those very often. Right. Okay. So there's two one and duns on that team. I think they'll be expected to be pretty good next year. So, but I so. This year, I think there will be a mulligan, but there's many. You 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 see it on Twitter. The minute they lose, oh, and you tweet amazing. about it, the angry people come out. Frustrates me to no end. I I'm way way on the other side, and I've said this before, but I'll say it for the last time. And it was great that the uh, the exact tech arena was had every uh, fannies in every every seat for the first time this year. Right. Thanks for coming, uh, Gator right. hardcore Gator basketball right. fans, all you experts out there who want. Mike White out of there. I, I just I, I scratch my head at it. I don't get it. I mean, uh, but but we'll see. I, I predict that Mike White will be there as long as he wants to be there. Yeah. I, I think he's a gr- a very good coach. I think he'll do a good job. And if it is a referendum season, I think he'll prove the doubters wrong next year too. I, I do too. Yeah. And, and look, he's gonna 
he's going to have a better team next year. Mm-hmm. The, the bottom line is he's got three really good players coming in, right? And his three good freshmen will be better with a lot of experience. Yeah, so so it's going to have just those six guys, the right. three new guys, Payne, Mann, and Lewis, mm-hmm. and the three freshmen from this year, mm-hmm. Nebhard, Locke, and Johnson. Right. Just those six guys mm-hmm. will be a very good young nucleus. Yes. Find a couple big guys to go with them, and they're going to be okay. So so next year they should have a decent team. But you're right. I mean, I don't see much hope at all for. And we talked about going into this little part of the schedule, how they're going to have to find wins. They got one against Ole Miss. I, they're not winning at Tennessee. No. no. And I don't think they're going to win at Auburn either. So no. Any home game they have a chance in. Yes. So they have a chance to beat LSU at home. Right. Any home game they'll have a chance because, look, uh, they've played up until, the other, up until Saturday. Mm-hmm. Every game has been really close. And even that one was close for a while. Yeah. So they, they can hang in. It's just – it, it, look, they play hard. Mm-hmm. They play pretty good defense. They play about how he wants them to play. Just with the lack of inside guys, eventually they're going to run out of gas. They, they probably should have lost Ole Miss. Kayvon made the big shot at the end. They should have yeah. lost that Yeah, game. yeah. Kayvon makes the gigantic shot at the end of the game to send it into overtime, and they won a game. They probably got outplayed most of the game. Against the good teams, they play hard. Like you said, they lose by about five. It gets right. away from them a little bit at the end. They're, they'll make some free throws, and they end up losing by 11 or 12. But it is what it is. Uh, so anyway, uh, we'll see what happens with the Gator basketball team. Wednesday is National yes. Signing Day Part Two. Yeah, doesn't have near the, you know, obviously you have right. most of your classes is in. The Gators will try to pick up a couple. I think the interesting thing for Florida is this past weekend they uh, hosted Junior Day, right? And the so the 2020 kids were coming in, and uh, a young man that we follow a little bit more than others because he's from our area is Carson Beck, and I expect. Uh, some news from Carson Beck uh, coming up throughout this week. He is still at this point committed to Alabama. I'm not sure how much longer that's going to go on. He a lot of coaching changes at Alabama right. and such. So wouldn't shock me if there's some change with Carson and his uh, uh, opens up his recruiting again. Well, I'll tell you this: mm-hmm. um, if Carson winds up at Florida, mm-hmm. or or if he even if he even decommits and mm-hmm. opens it up again, mm-hmm. and then Florida becomes a player, that will be the biggest follow and track. And intrigue is a Florida recruit in many years. Number one, because he's going to be a higher-rated quarterback they've signed in forever yes. since Driscoll. He's number 89 right now in the ESPN 300, yeah. and he could move up. I think Tim uh, Tebow was right. like 15th or 16th. Where was Driscoll? Driscoll was, Driscoll was, was very high. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. It'll be the highest-rated guy yes. since Driscoll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but it'll go in concert, Dan, with this rapid ascension of the football program. Correct. That's the thing. The program, again, we've had this talk on this podcast, mm-hmm. the program has ascended way more quickly than I expected. Yes. Uh, the, I didn't think, when he when he got off that plane doing the chomp, mm-hmm. I didn't think one year later they'd have 10 wins, they would blow out FSU, they would blow out Michigan, they would, they would go from a top 20 recruiting class to what might be a single-digit recruiting class, and they're way ahead of the game on 2020, which I know we're going to talk about in a minute. I would not have guessed we would sit here the first part of February and say that much happened. So the Carson Beck interest, yes. if you will, goes hand-in-hand hand with what's happened uh, with the football program. And for those of you who don't know, Carson Beck is a junior quarterback. He is at Mandarin High School. He's Mr. Football in the state. He led the Mustangs to the Class 8A state championship, which is as big as it gets in Florida. He beat Miami Christopher Columbus in the state championship game. He grew up in Jacksonville, uh, wore a lot of orange and blue. I'll say as a kid. Yeah, yeah. So I think that I think it's near and dear to his heart. And um, we've been following the recruiting a long time. Sometimes 
what your head tells you and what your heart tells you, uh, the heart usually wins out. Yeah, no question. So, <laughs> so, so there's a there's an absolute chance that he's got a chance to wind up at Florida. Yeah, and that would be again hand in hand with this ascension um, would be gigantic. I will say this, and we'll talk more about this as we get closer to the season. Next football season is really important for Florida, not just winning the East or going to the SEC or whatever, uh-huh. but in terms of this ascension. There's so much positive momentum. They got to hold this 2020 class together. They got to yes, the, the, the one that they're just starting on, right. but they've been working on it for Correct. a year. You're right. They're not really just starting on it. They've yeah. been getting. But they, it's, this recruiting thing is so out of control. Right. We got 2021 but, kids. But, but once you <laughs> once you have one of those years, yeah. then you're on. Then you're and then you're in the fraternity yes. with Alabama and yes. Ohio State. And yes. They, but the, but I don't think they can go seven and five next year. That would be bad. Then the decommit start. Yes. So so next football season is really important. To maintain this momentum that they've gotten in recruiting. Well, when you okay, so uh, go one step farther. You say it's important. How? Like, give me give me an idea of you yeah. know what is uh, what's going to keep momentum going. A season uh, like this one. I, okay. I, I don't think they need eleven and one. Right. And playing Alabama in the title game. I don't think they have to win the East next year. Right. Because Georgia's really good. I mean, right. It's, it's right. not like you're Fromm's back for another correct. year. So, yeah. so, but it needs. They need double digit wins. Yes. They need a New Year's Six bowl. Yes. They need no uh, ignominious bad losses. You know, they they need none of that. They they need they need, it needs to be good. Okay. And if they continue the good. Um, then, because I think once you get in that elite recruiting group, you stay in it, mm-hmm. I th- unless your coach gets fired. Right. So, uh, big year for them. Certainly has momentum going. Yeah. I think Johnny Brown is a defensive tackle, top 100 guy. Right. And, again, one of the things I had talked about and one of my concerns was, uh, you know, he had to scramble to put together his first class, a new coach. That happens. Right. Didn't get a great jump on, 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 his, on his first full class, right. but has rallied nicely, snares a Kyrie Elam or whomever on Wednesday. He could finish in the top 10, which is – you know, Dan Mullen can coach. He gets top 10 classes. I think he can win championships. But still, but 2020 has the looks of something special already. Right. And right. that's what you're talking about in building momentum. And even 2021, they're adding. They're, 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 they're locking down Ocala. And they're taking advantage of a state right now that is struggling with yeah. as Miami goes through a coaching change and all kinds of crazy things happening in Tallahassee. So, Florida has, and it's it's funny college football. You never think it's going right. to change, and then it can change on a dime. What do you think for this Wednesday? Bogle, Anthony Richards, Elam, uh, who's the other one? More? Who am I leaving out? More. More. What do you What do you think? I'd say the Anthony, uh, the athlete, Anthony Richards, would be my my favorite. Then Elam, the other two, I don't think you're getting. Okay, and more maybe headed. More's Auburn, Auburn is yeah. what, what you hear. Yeah, Bogle probably stays with Alabama. Yeah, or maybe Miami. I, I don't think we're getting either okay. of those two. Okay, which I know you want defensive right. tackles. There was a, a, a last week uh, a kid from Miami Westminster right. announced he was going to Florida. I don't know if you saw this. He's a defensive tackle, six three, two hundred eighty pounds, and everybody was any any. He had a scholarship to Rhode Island. Right, right. So everybody was freaking out. Right. Well, he announced, but he's coming as a preferred walk-on. Correct. So, and then there's a lot of those. It was like, oh, my God, that means we're not getting – look, I don't think they're getting them anyway, but, you know, yeah. they are thin on the D-line, and they need bodies, yeah. and they need – so giving a kid like that an opportunity is an okay thing. Elam is critical because he's critical. He's, yeah. that, he's that guy. Yeah. He's, he's yeah. the guy you should get because his uncle played there. Yeah. He's the guy you should get because he's a Florida guy. Right. So he's critical. Right. Um. Anthony Richards, my gut tells me he's going to Miami. Does it? His I, brother's there. Yeah, my gut tells me he's going to Miami. Yeah. 
Um, and I agree with you. I think Bogle holds with Alabama. Yeah. I think Moore goes to Auburn. So I think Elam is the only significant name right. they had this this cycle. Be interesting to see if if they feel like they're not hitting a home run on Wednesday with any for this particular right. part due of signing day. If they can get a big time kid from 2020 yeah, yeah. to announce his commitment on that day, you well, know, you're always looking for those types right. of things, that's you know, right. those kind of moments that keep you in the limelight, so to speak. But I do think this: if they get Elam and mm-hmm. one of the other guys, they'll get they'll finish eighth or ninth in recruiting. What a jump that would be! Oh what, yeah, what a jump oh, that yeah. would be for where they've been, for where they were there. Listen, a few months ago they were 32nd. Remember, right? right. So that so, so that'd be a great. Did jump. you have any thoughts on the uh, the epic? Uh, battle on Friday night between number one and number two. I know you. I know your friend Lauren Brooks is yes. a, a follower, ardent follower of Gator Gymnastics. So I thought it. maybe you had tuned in and saw that it was a valiant effort, and yes. both programs over 198 points for the first time that's happened in, in meet season this year. I because because of Brooks, yes, and you, uh-huh. okay, uh-huh. Uh-huh. I did record it and watch it. Okay, really? I watched it. No, yeah, you did. I, I, yes, I. Well, Look at you. I, I mean, I watched. Well, you watched some I watched some of it. Okay, right. but, but I had it on the DVR. That's fair. And I had it on the DVR. Right. Uh, look, I'm like you. If they're good at something, I think it's pretty cool. And, and I and I would say this because of the way they televise the Friday Night Lights. Mm-hmm. It's all about what we can see. Mm-hmm. Okay, they can win 12 straight track championships. Yeah. But we're probably not going to watch it, so we're not into it, right? Yes. Yes. So after football, basketball, <clears throat> they're not very good at women's basketball, mm-hmm. which is amazing, by the way. They're really all bad, the, by the way, at women's basketball every right year. Now. Every year, yeah, it's been but, a struggle. But as far as football, basketball, baseball, after the uh, softball, mm-hmm. football, basketball, baseball, softball, um, I would think gymnastics is what we pay attention to the most because it's on TV. It is SEC, on TV. The SEC Network really makes a big deal out of it. It does. So, um, so yes, I watched a little Look bit at of you. it. You wasn't happy with the Sooners, I, you know. I, I Bob, but I thought Bob Stoops did a good job having them ready. Okay. Well, so uh, Frank, a lot of people don't know. Lon Kruger, I thought was involved in the game plan. When Oklahoma and Florida get together in gymnastics, it's quite frankly a lot like Alabama and Clemson in football. Right. Both sides right. they've combined for five of the last six natties. Frank. I know, that's right. So I mean, you know, that's kind of <laughs> what we're dealing with here. Absolutely. So kudos. I think it was a good. Good stepping stone for Florida. I think they'll be very much in the mix. Uh, final thing, baseball. Yes, we, we talked a little bit about baseball. Yeah, we'll start week. getting into that. Yeah, um, I'm pretty excited about baseball. Yeah, I am too. I, I'll bet you right now they're better than that sixth where they're ranked. Uh-huh. Uh, we talked about some you – know, I know they have to replace a lot of guys. I think that's fun because you get the new guys. We right. talked about Brady McConnell last week. I'm uh, – I'm number one, like you. I love ba- I just love right, baseball. Right. This is the time of year that there's nothing, not enough for me to watch. Right. Okay. And, right. And I want to watch. The trucks them. left today, by the yeah, way, yeah. for uh, spring training. Yeah, one week. Pitchers and catchers. Yeah, the trucks so, left today yeah, from did. the north. So, so, uh, so, uh, so I'm excited about. Listen, when you go to a Gator at that old stadium, and looking forward to the new place. Yeah, me too. Um, I sat there last year as a fan. Yeah. Went down to, I remember Columbia. Did they play in the regional? Yes, that's correct. Yeah, it's 150 degrees. Right. <laughs> that's Sun right. is blasting on you. No, no grandstand. It's noon. Right. Yeah. You're dripping, and you're watching Gator baseball. Then you know you're a fan. Yeah, that's, that's a good, exactly a good right. sign. So. All right. So that's all things. Yeah. Orange and blue. All things Gators. Frank Frangie, Dan Hick, and see you next week. All right, my man.